Hello, my friends. Welcome to this podcast episode. I am going to share with you how to understand and optimize your fitness and nutrition based on where you are at in your cycle. I absolutely love this episode because I'm going to teach you how this leads to a well-rounded way of training, a better understanding of your body and your biology, so things just start making sense. That's the big thing with my living in sync method and what I teach is instead of wondering, why do I have these crazy cravings or why am I not feeling motivated? Why am I not sleeping good this week? Instead of having that why am I feeling this way question, you are understanding what's going on in your biology, that your hormones are different based on where you are at in your cycle, and you can bring that better understanding to either give yourself grace or to optimize and work with it. This is also really, really great for having variety in your fitness and nutrition plans. So many fitness and nutrition plans are do this same thing over and over and over and over and over, repeatedly show up in the same way, eat these same meals and these same foods. But how this is really going to work for you is have variety and keep you in alignment with serving your body with what it needs. I absolutely love this episode and I hope you enjoy it too. Welcome to the Living in Sync podcast, where we will talk about the biological blueprint of your cycle and how your hormones impact every area of your life. I'm your host, Joelle, certified nutritionist, mom of two, fitness coach for over a decade, and I want to help you better understand your cycle to work with your body in achieving your goals. I will teach you how to care for your body in a well-rounded and realistic way that caters to your season of life and feel freaking amazing. In every episode, you will get tips, takeaways, and just feel like this is a heart-to-heart chat with a friend. Let's roll into today's episode. But let's talk about your phases, syncing with your cycle, in your health, in your fitness, and in your nutrition. And I always have to start with sharing my personal story of being in the health and fitness industry for the last over 11 years and really as a woman in my 20s, not really struggling with a lot of things when it came to my weight. And then postpartum with my second, I was really just struggling to lose the baby weight. And actually, as I started to work out harder and as I was starting to eat less and less and less and put more pressure on how my body was looking and how I wasn't losing the weight and that was causing me stress and being a mom of two little kids. And I'm not talking like my second son was three months old. I'm talking he was 18 months old when I was really starting to have this realization that working working out harder, pushing myself, eating less was working against me and not working for me. And that was when I had to think to myself, there is, there's got to be a different way. How can I start working with my body instead of constantly fighting against it? And that is really how I started syncing with my cycle and learning about the different phases was in my personal fitness and nutrition. And I will tell you that just changing up what I was doing in my workouts, knowing what my hormones were and 
how my body was operating and what my body was going through, just changing up the awareness and the intensity of my workouts started a slow progression of changes that I hadn't seen in a long time. And then eventually, as I learned more, it evolved into even more of a progression with my nutrition. So what I want, you know, I'm putting my headphones on if you hear a little background noise, but if you, if you're listening to this, what I just want you to understand is that working out harder and pushing your body more and more and more may not help you at all. It may actually make things worse. Always cutting calories, always pushing your body, not allowing your body to have restoration or different seasons for your body to heal. Like I'm taking a online personal training certification and one of the things in our textbook says that a the most important part of a effective training program is rest, is healing, is understanding we cannot constantly be pushing ourselves. And when we're talking about that, we need to talk about cortisol cortisol levels and recovery. And especially in women, a lot of times when we're doing things that elevate our cortisol, that make our body more stressed out, which dieting and mentally and physically obsessing about food and nutrition and how your body looks, and then adding on top of that just rigorous activity and shame around it all the time is only going to elevate your cortisol levels more and more. Like even if you're not beating your body up physically, if you are mentally beating yourself up, that is triggering a cortisol response in your body. And for most of us, when cortisol elevates, it inhibits and encourages fat storage, making it so hard to lose weight making it so hard to lose weight. So that's just one of the reasons, you know, how syncing with your cycle and knowing that things like in late luteal, cortisol is naturally higher, which means you're not necessarily getting good, adequate night sleep, and that may be affecting how you are recovering or how you are feeling and the energy that you can bring to your day and to your workout. When you know and you understand something like that, knowing that Maybe sleeping in that day will mean a lot. Or knowing that testosterone peaks for you right before ovulation, like that's when you can challenge your body, when you are, you can lift heavier, you can grab those heavier dumbbells, where you can really challenge yourself. And then in another phase, just really understanding that restoration is important and awareness and understanding. And I talk about that in one of my other working out um, and cycle syncing podcast editions where if you have your thing, whether that thing be running or weight training or following a particular program because you want to follow it, it's not necessarily about entirely changing up the workouts and the routine that you have that you love. It's really just bringing that awareness, understanding, and intention. Bringing in the different intention during your phase is what we're majority going to be talking about today. 
And then I will cover a little bit on nutrition. So this just really hits near and dear to my heart as my own personal story, but also I've been a health and fitness coach for over a decade. And there have been times where women come to me and they're like, I'm ready to do this. I'm eating all the clean things. Like I've got the energy. I'm craving the salads. And then about two and a half weeks later, it's like, oh, my energy is so drained. I'm so tired. I have all these cravings. Like what's going on? I need to have more willpower. Where's my motivation what's wrong with me but what they don't understand is hormonally that how you're feeling or what's going on with you hormonally is what is causing a lot of those feelings but the self-talk that you're having is causing you to sabotage right and so we're going to talk about fitness and nutrition today and we're going to be talking about the intent to bring to your workouts based on what phase you were in and i'm going to go from follicular to menstrual phase so in your workouts in follicular phase because your hormones are on the rise you can start to bring that intensity back up you can start trying some new things and seeing how it goes for you and your body and you really have this like vibrancy with you to try something new like maybe this is when you want to try a new move or a new workout or a new gym or whatever it is that is new and refreshing like bringing a refreshing um, energy to your workout is really great during follicular phase with moderate to high intensity as you are going from from follicular phase and into ovulation because in ovulation right before ovulation your testosterone is peaking so high intensity whether that means high intensity interval training like if you like a tough long spin class or maybe for you that is PRing in your bench press if you're a power like if you're a weightlifter whatever it is or maybe that's at your you're at your CrossFit class and you know this is a day when you're walking into your box and you're like I am PRing. Like, I am going to be the best one here. I'm going to push myself and understand that during that follicular and into ovulation phase, it's really that time and intention for challenging yourself and see, like, having your body show up in those cliche fitness ways, right? Then as you roll into luteal phase, like I said in the last episode, that in early luteal, I tend to find I can still really push myself. My body still feels like I really want to have intensity when it comes to my workouts. But when I start really feeling my energy drain or my sleep start to slack in late luteal phase, I know that I want to have movement. Like movement, no matter what phase you are in, is fantastic for your body. It's just bringing a different intention. And for me, especially in late luteal, it's about slow and controlled. So maybe I am still doing a certain type of cardio or I may be doing a certain type of lifting, but I'm doing it more slow and controlled. And let me just be practical about this, of how I bring a different intention and a different energy into my workouts based on what phase I'm in. If I know that I'm in, you know, follicular and ovulation phase, I'm going to go into my workout and be like, I'm all in with this. Like, I'm going to push, I'm going to go, I'm here, I'm going to show up. And when I am in late luteal, I'm really more inward. I'm into my body. I'm really feeling more focused. Like I have more focus with each individual movement and I'm not necessarily 
running or jumping or have the intensity in transitions from workout to workout to workout. And let's just say in I'm in late luteal phase and the workout I'm doing has burpees in it. Instead of being like, down, up, burpee, down, up, burpee, down, up, burpee, down, up, burpee. I may be still doing the burpee, but I'm just more aware of like how my body is moving through that transition of being standing to being on the ground and getting back up again. Does that make sense? And so yeah, maybe during follicular and ovulation phase, if I were to count it, I may be doing more burpees or I may be doing higher reps or I may be doing heavier weights. But in late luteal, I'm more focused on the movement and the connection that I'm feeling in my body by slowing it down a little bit. Does that make sense? I hope it does. And then in menstrual phase, to me, this is just really personal. Because for me, on the first day of my menstrual phase, I really just go by kind of what I'm feeling based on what I did the few days prior. But I always really like doing some sort of walk, maybe some weight training. I don't necessarily get a lot of, I don't get any, cramping in my abdominal region. So I could still do some type of workout. But then on day three, day four of my workout, I usually just hop back into whatever I'm doing and I go with where my energy is at. So I would say more of moderate intensity. So during day one of my menstrual phase, I may be more low intensity, but then as my cycle days move along, it's maybe more moderate intensity. And so when you think of like what the traditional fitness people have told you where it's like high intensity workouts are the most effective for burning fat or blah, 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 blah. It's really different for us women based on where we're at in our cycle because if we are in late luteal and our hormones are low and we have lower energy and we're really just not feeling that great, we didn't sleep very good the night before, cortisol levels are high, doing an hour-long high-intensity interval training class may completely make us feel drained and depleted afterwards or it may just like... It may just like have our body take that as additional stress and hang on to fat. And if you don't understand really how your body likes to move and how what your body needs right now from movement, you may just constantly plateau. And I say this because I was always in to weight training. I was always into weight training. And then when we came out with a bar program, I was like, I'm going to really do this and see how my body responds. And my body really did love that type of movement. Now I don't do, that's not the only style of workout I do now, but I do sprinkle it in. And I know when to sprinkle it in. I know when to schedule the most effective times for me to do high intensity interval training on my spin bike versus when it is more effective for me to prioritize pushing the weights that I am lifting because my testosterone is the highest. And that is something that I really go in depth and teach you in my one-on-one coaching based on, you know, where you're at with cycle thinking and what your personal fitness goals are. But in the Feminine Fitness Foundations, I also have a four-week strength training program where strength training is always great overall. I just 
created it to adapt the reps and the weights based on where you're at in your cycle and the duration of your workout based on where you're at in your cycle. So there is that four-week strength training in there for you. you. You start the calendar based on where you're at in your cycle. So if you are in follicular phase, you take the follicular phase workouts and you do those. It's a four-day-a-week strength training workout. So if you want to add in a couple other days of workouts, if you only want to do three days of the weight training, it is totally like... It's totally a flexible program and I really do love it. I'm really proud of it. My friend Courtney Hendricks helped me create it. And so check that out if you need some help with strength training. Now let's go into nutrition and really how I want you to understand how your nutritional needs change with your cycle is specifically in follicular and ovulation, remembering that your phases are a lot like the seasons spring and summertime what is really apparent in food during those seasons a lot of fresh ripe cooling foods feel great for us and also our digestion is really wanting a lot of that high fiber foods to help us excrete excess estrogen if you have high estrogen levels something that you do want to focus on is lots of fiber because how our body eliminates that excess estrogen is through fiber which excretes in our bowel movements it's just how it does it so if you're not regular in your bowel movements if you are not getting a lot of high fiber foods fruits veggies adding in flax seeds or chia seeds into your smoothies or into your yogurt or whatever that is something that you really do want to prioritize and then thinking about luteal and menstrual phase very much like fall and winter what kind of foods sound good or are thriving during those seasons and that is a lot of root vegetables a lot of vegetables that need to be cooked a lot of a lot of cooking methods that break down the foods like yes when we take our foods and cook them we do denature a bit of the nutritional component of the food but in menstrual and luteal phase our digestion is slowing down and so having those cooked foods is easier for our body to digest them there's another thing i was going to say about digestion and cooked foods and during our menstrual phase our body temperature needs that help and support with nourishing warming foods through drinks and teas and soups and stews and so changing up your cooking methods based on where you're at in your cycle is something i teach you as well in the feminine fitness foundations and something we will be focusing on as we go through the feminine feminine fitness foundations course together in february that is a lot of f's to talk about Um, but, but really thinking about that, like during personally, like I always say, I like teaching and sharing based on what to add in and what you get to have and what you get to do that supports your body instead of thinking about, oh, I shouldn't. So I'm not saying you shouldn't have raw fruits and veggies for luteal and menstrual phase. I am not saying that at all. What I am saying is, is knowing that, oh, it kind of makes sense why salads don't sound so great when you're on your period and why soups and stews and cozy like sheet pan meals or burrito bowls sound so good during luteal and menstrual phase. And I do have a, oh yeah, I do have the, um, 
meal menu guide in the Feminine Fitness Foundation that is also a resource for you, for those of you who are in the Feminine Fitness Foundations. I know I'm referring a lot to my program and my course, you guys, but that's because it is like the jam-packed source for all things that you need to start living cyclically. And yeah, right now it's pretty hefty in fitness and nutrition, but we are going to be evolving in 2022. So we've talked about syncing your nutrition with your cycle a little bit, your fitness with your cycle a bit. The last thing I really want to talk about is that, yeah, during times of the month, our body does require more calories and it does increase our cravings. And just just because our body is doing more and it's telling us, I need some more food. So if you're just on like an extreme calorie deficit all the time, hear me now. That is not always going to be great for you, your body, and your hormones. It is not good for us as women to always be dieting, to always be low calorie. And during our luteal phase, our body does need... 200 some more calories than in other phases because of everything that our body is going going through internally and so this was awareness that I started to bring to myself as I started syncing with my cycle is I started paying attention to you know during follicular and ovulation phase the spring and summertime of my body I could really do like three meals a day. I'm not much of a snacker. I don't necessarily feel hungry right away in the morning. But in luteal and late luteal, that hunger strikes pretty quickly, pretty early. And I typically plan for like four-ish meals instead of three. So that's just what works for me and my body because I listened to it and I paid attention to it and I brought the science and knowing what my body is going through to my own personal awareness and then allocated like, hey, I can I can bring that awareness to when I am grocery shopping and I know I am in luteal phase. It's like, girl, you're going to need some extra snacks around. Like this week, I bought extra um, cashews And I bought extra snacky type of things for me to have because I know I that's like I'm coming out of ovulation and into luteal phase. But in follicular phase, I'm really kind of like, okay, well, I'll have my shake for breakfast, leftovers for lunch, and I'll have dinner with my family. Like it's not my body isn't necessarily having a lot of cravings during that time. And that's often because of hormones and how we feel and what's going on in our body. It's not about willpower. And that's where the yo-yoing I think happens for a lot of women is because we don't understand and we just go through this like cycle of being on track and off track and on track and off track where instead of thinking we always needed to eat like salads and fresh vegetables all of the time, changing it up to being like, well, it makes sense why I'm not craving that type of food right now, but something like roasted vegetables with my marinated chicken sounds much better or grilled asparagus or um, burrito bowls sounds so much better. Like even as you're listening to me talk about all these different foods, think about what phase you are in and what foods kind of made your mouth water. As I was talking about salads and like veggies and dip, I wasn't getting very many cravings. But as soon as my brain thought burrito bowl, I kind of was having the, the, 
image of like, oh man, that sounds so good. And guess what? It makes sense because I am rolling into luteal phase. I have some chili in my fridge. I'm going into luteal phase and I'm, I know what will support my body, right? Not necessarily buying the bag salads this week. I know come follicular and ovulation. And what does that do for us? That does a lot of things for us. And that this is part of something I teach in the metabolism module in the Feminine Fitness Foundations, where when we have a wide variety of foods, when we're not eating the same thing every single day and we're changing up our fruits and our veggies, there's also the cycle syncing food lists in the Feminine Fitness Foundations, you guys. If you're switching up the type of foods and produce that you are having, you are creating a healthy and diverse microbiome for your gut health and your gut health does dictate a lot of other things with our mood and our energy and our emotions and our hormones and and a lot like that so it's really great to optimize your nutrition with your cycle because you're going to have variety in your in your diet as well and also not get bored and feel like you're deprived or you know, every week being like, oh, what should I make? Because it is really helpful when I'm like, oh, what should we do for dinners this week? I'm like, oh, I'm in ovulation phase. Okay. Burrito bowls and a soups, soup and a sheet pan meal. Boom. There you go. What should we have this week for dinner? Because I'm in follicular phase. Oh, like a street tacos or taco salads or like build your own salad or just simple like chicken and raw veggies, like mixing it up is, is really great and really good for variety, for gut health, for a lot of different reasons. Thank you so much for listening today, my friend. And if you loved this episode before you go, can you share it with a friend or leave a rating and review? It's a small gesture that means a lot to me and helps the podcast reach even more ladies who are wanting to live in sync in a well-rounded way with their life using their cycle as their guide. If you want to see more of the day-to-day stuff in my life, come on over to my Instagram. It's just my name, Joelle Cease. I will leave anything and everything mentioned in the podcast detailed in the show notes. So don't forget to check those out. Thanks again. And I will catch you next time.